Rudy's revelation. Holding unacceptable uh, views. They cheat. Hey everybody, it is Friday, September 15th, is it the 15th, or is it the 16th, it is the 15th, Friday, happy Friday everybody, welcome to the podcast, you are under attack, psychologically, biologically, ideologically, getting convinced that somehow socialism works economically. Well, right of left, the rise of conservative firebrands around the world opposing socialism and their terrible policies. Tucker interviewed Argentinian presidential candidate Javier Millet, And he brings up uh, Antonio Gramsci. If you don't know who he is, you should look him up. He is the father of postmodernism. You just check out that interview. So we're going to go over a little bit into who Javier Millet is. Because we've seen the rise of far-right presidential candidates. uh, Just populist conservative candidates really more on the libertarian bend as is uh, Millet. We'll also go into the Biden excuse me, the Biden crime family's limited hangout with the indictment of Hunter Biden, which is a bunch of bullshit. Um, You gotta excuse me today. I woke up. I don't know if I have COVID or something. I'm feeling a little under the weather and had like 100 cups of espresso and Still not, still not sharp. Um, so we're gonna get into that. Um, we're all gonna, we're also gonna get into the fact um, that, well, we're gonna get into what's behind the Democratic Party's push for cheaper prescription drugs, and it lies in addicting the population, particularly to antidepressants. Uh, so we're going to look at that fact just a little bit. So let's get into the news. So we're going to start off, as I mentioned earlier, that Tucker Carlson had an interview, episode 24 of his, his Tuckers on Twitter, which is now Tucker on X. Argentinian's next president could be Javier Millet. Who is he? And then Tucker interviewed him. Uh, The interview is about half an hour, uh, 32 minutes to be exact. And uh, very, very telling. Much of what you hear is the same thing you heard from Bolsonaro, the same things you hear from Trump, the same things you hear from uh, some European candidates as well. Um, You hear this all over the place. And basically, this is a rise of libertarian-leaning conservative candidates that are pushing back against socialism and really postmodern doctrine that's being pushed all over the globe, including what is the climate change, pushing up against climate change and just um, anti-human kind of policies that um, are afflicting the world economy, but everything else from policies surrounding um, uh, pandemics 
uh, and all sorts of things like that. So let's just get into it. So Javier Mille, um, I'll just read it right here from Wikipedia. Javier Gerardo Mille is an Argentine economist and politician. He has authored several books on politics and economics and has hosted radio programs Demaliendo Pitos and Catadre Libre. Um, you have to excuse my Spanish. Uh, he achieved notoriety and public exposure through his debates and statements on the television programs of various channels in Argentina, which led him to pursue a political career in 2021. Since December 2021, Malay has held the position of natural deputy, a member of the Argentine Chamber of Deputies in Buenos Aires, representing La Libertad Avanza, which he leads, which is a political party. He used to be a goalkeeper in college. He was like a, a, a sports star of, of in his youth, and also fronted a cover band that did Rolling Stone uh, tunes, apparently. So I would uh, suggest you check out uh, the interview with Tucker Carlson, because of course the mainstream media is going after this guy. Reuters is reporting Javier Millet uh, wielding chainsaw and dollar bills taps into Argentine voter fury, and this is from today. Uh, and, And we covered, or I covered, Recently, the spiraling, should I say spiraling inflation in Argentina. So, and Tucker had a a report just yesterday on the same thing. His, uh, and it just says a little bit about Millier, his angry, theatrical, and at times expletive-laced tirades against traditional political elites, socialists, have caught fire with voters furious over years of economic volatility, Spiraling uh, inflation compounded more recently with soaring costs, a tumbling currency and poverty that is now affects 40% of the country. So this is the more positive headline. And this week magazine has a headline, Argentinian presidential frontrunner Javier Millet accuses the Pope of being a communist. And you'll probably see him, something happen to him um, because they won't allow... Uh, these and worldwide, globally, particularly the corporate elite, don't want to allow Trump-like candidates being elected. You saw what they did to Bolsonaro in Brazil and what they've done also uh, around the globe and why they're targeting places like Hungary as well. And then uh, the AP has a video, protests over the rise of Argentinian far-right presidential candidate. Thousands of people have marched in Buenos Aires to protest against the increasingly popular far-right presidential candidate Javier Millet. Well, if he's increasingly popular, why is he being protested? He's a populist candidate. That's what I don't understand. What happens is the the socialists and particularly... uh, the corporate elite pay people as they have done in this country with Antifa at Al, they pay people to go out in the street and protest. Now, the next story I want to get into here is behind the Democratic Party's push for cheaper prescription drugs and all this lies in addicting the populace um, to prescription drugs, uh, most particularly antidepressants. And this is from the Berkeley Political Review, America's Epidemic of Antidepressants. And why is this? Oh, this is today, but there is a link to this article here from 2021. And most of these uh, stats are older, but I just want to remind you, if you look for stats of global 
reliance or global use of antidepressant drugs, they purposely omit the United States. Why? And this is one um, from a while ago where this was from January of this year. Global antidepressant users per thousand people. Who is the most? The United States, Iceland, Australia, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, Portugal, United Kingdom. And who is the least? Korea, Chile, Estonia, Hungary, Slavic Republic. And so they keep talking about, oh, the reason for violence is the ready, uh, the readily available uh, guns or firearms. And the fact is that's not the, the reason. The reason is you have all these people on prescription drugs, particularly antidepressants, America is the mo- United States is the most. Now, granted, the United States has a big population, but look, 110 people per thousand people, that's more than 10% of people are on antidepressant drugs. Now, prescription drugs are made by um, petrochemicals, if you didn't know. Petrochemicals are toxic to the human system. So people shouldn't take them because what they do at the very least is destroy your kidneys and your liver. Um, So that's certainly not just, but mood altering prescription drugs are the most dangerous because some of the side effects are violent behavior, uh, homicidal ideation and suicidal ideation, which if you don't know what ideation does, it means you fantasize about doing these things. And then when you're in your drug-induced haze, you may go out and do that, or you may even be influenced by um, radio, ma- uh, uh, magnetic radiation, electromagnetic radiation, and or influences, you may be susceptible to influences of online triggers. That's why I'm saying to people like, oh, mind control, that's such bullshit. Um, they have all the psychological data to influence you, even if you're not on pharmaceutical drugs. But if you are on pharmaceutical drugs and you are, uh, you know, mainlining media on your phone, um, you could certainly be influenced and you'll be completely oblivious to the fact that you're being mind controlled. This is not like... Not like making this up, you go read. That's what I tell people all the time. Read, 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 because if you read, you would know what the hell I was talking about was true. You know, it's all there, but they count on people not being literate for one and the literate people not reading, especially nonfiction or other literature that may be scientific. They don't, you know, they don't trust people will go and read about ivermectin because it's right there in CDC PubMed. Excuse me. It's right there that it works. And it works prophylactically mostly. It's like these drugs are antiviral drugs, particularly anti-parasitic drugs. And if you, what they do is they, they help from the cell get it infected. And if the cell doesn't get infected by the virus, that the virus can't replicate and you don't build up a virus load, which means you don't really get sick and you don't shed. You can't get other people infected, which is also, it's a win-win. You won't get as sick, but you won't also be able to get other people infected. And this is another post um, 
global antidepressant users uh, by 1,000 people, U.S. Uh, you know, this is just reiterating what, what I showed initially. And moving on to the next story, the limited hangout of the Biden crime family, which is there was so much blowback over his uh, Hunter Biden sweetheart deal, even among uh, the constituents of the Democratic Party, that they had to do something. So Hunter Biden is indicted on federal firearm purchasing charges after plea deal fails. He faces 10 years in prison. He's not good. I mean, you have people on January 6th are putting people in prison like Enrique Tarrio wasn't even, even in D.C. He's going to prison for 13 years or something or 17 years, something ridiculous. Uh, and this guy lies on a federal firearms application, license, whatever. The Washington Post, double blows of inquiry and son's indictment create tough stretch for Biden. Oh, it is a tough stretch. The inquiry, it was like the Senate subcommittee, did the Washington Post report on the Senate sub, uh, excuse me, the House subcommittees investigations, the shell companies, the, the, uh, the uh, email pseudonyms, everything to hide the trail of money the $10 million, and that's the only shit that they uncovered, money flowing from uh, foreign entities, not just states, but uh, foreign companies. And, and what they did for this money is opaque. And obviously there was some favors. And uh, the whole Washington establishment doesn't want to see this come to fruition, uh, uh, this inquiry, um, because it's going to, you know, expose the grift in Washington, not just to the Bidens, but a lot of other people are doing the same thing, including Mitch McConnell with his wife, his Chinese wife. Hunter Biden char charges don't worry Biden audience, but economy does, and also his age. We've heard about the Democrats not really digging uh, Joe Biden because all, all the Republicans have to do is keep airing this time and time again of Biden in front of the press, not knowing where he is, not knowing what he's saying. And this is from the AFP, from Danny Kemp. Jogging to the podium, U.S. President Joe Biden didn't betray any concern that his son had just been indicted on gun charges, nor did his audience. He jog, you know, uh, the AFP says he jogs to the podium. Okay, whatever. The crowd cheered and whooped as he arrived at college in Largo, Maryland, to give a speech aimed at wrestling the narrative away from his recent troubles back to his Bidenomics. Oh, come on. Inflation is back on the rise. This is such, this is a cover story, Danny Kemp, because this isn't, afterwards they crowded around to shake the 80-year-old's hand or take selfies and they worry about polling impeachment inquiries, age and criminal charges briefly forgotten. That's a distraction. That's political distraction. Susan Anderson, obviously a lobotomy case, when asked about, facing the president's uh, issues facing the president, wearing a blue t-shirt made by her own small business saying the VP looks like me. Oh, I guess she's black. Vice President Kamala Harris, who was black, actually she's half Indian, but I guess if you have any, you know, heredity uh, of African, you're black. The mother of two showed a picture she took with Biden. When they have an election coming up, they throw something and see if it sticks. It's not, it's like, corru hello, corruption. Hello, it's corruption, you dumbass. It's okay that, you know, people just, they, they don't, they have a, a hard time connecting economics with what's going on. Tax dollars flowing to Ukraine, going to FTX. 
go into all these social programs, go into these nebulous, you know, COVID, oh, trillions of dollars going to COVID, and then, oh my God, the, and, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act, which does just the opposite. It just shows how stupid people are. Hunter Biden indicted on federal gun charges. And then moving on to some other news, uh, ABC News reports, uh, Judge Block's suspension of right to carry firearms in public, siding against New Mexico governor, thank God, it is unconstitutional. Then Defense One is reporting uh, China, Russia taking batting practice and air intercepts of aging U.S. aircraft. General says aggressive maneuvers underscore diminishing U.S. advantage air combat commanding leaders. So, yeah, we're... We're being set up to lose World War III, which we are already in. Metro, UK Metro reports emergency alerts on NATO territory as Russian drone attacks force Romanians into underground shelters. Romanian residents have been forced to take shelter because of ongoing Russian drone attacks near the border with Ukraine. And this is just trying to drag NATO into the war. There were no attacks on Romania. Bloomberg reports Musk's denial of Ukraine's Starlink request prompts Senate probe. The Senate Armed Services Committee is looking to make more money in the defense industry, is looking into national security issues raised by Elon Musk's decision not to extend the private Starlink satellite network to aid Ukrainian attack on Russian warships near the Crimean coast. Not true. It's in Russian-held territory and Musk said he was never going to grant that because it risks um, escalating the war. Chairman Jack Reed said in a statement in the report that the use of Starlink exposed serious national security liability issues and the committee is engaged on the issue. Saber rattling by, and, and the friggin' the, the uh, Republicans in the Senate, all the friggin' rhinos in there, Mitch McConnell, are just trying to do what they're, handlers in Raytheon and, and the other defense industry, they're just doing what uh, what they're told. Corporations control government. It's not, the government isn't the hedge against corporations and private business isn't the hedge against government. You know, it's a fine balancing line uh, between corporations. First of all, and corporations should be under scrutiny. And I'm not against private business as I am against um, corporations as persons. So I'm against Citizens United. Miami Herald, growing number of people on U.S. terror watch lists encountered at border. DHS says we know this on and on and on. Wall Street Journal, America's battle with shoplifting is getting dangerous for workers. Death of CVS store manager highlights worst risk to to staff confronting surge in retail chefs. Uh, thefts that's why the companies tell you not to interfere with shoplifters because you could get killed but that's not the point the point is if shoplifters ever get prosecuted ever get arrested for first of all ever get prosecuted second of all um that would deter them from shoplifting again since they're neither arrested most times nor prosecuted if they're arrested they just keep doing it and and their behavior while they're doing it becomes more brazen because, look, the state is letting me do this, so get out of my way. Besides, you have insurance. That's why insurance rates go up. Washington Post tries to cover for France's ban on iPhone 12 sales over radiation levels. Here's what to know. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. 
Apple disputed the findings, saying the device released in 2020 has been certified by the international bodies complies with regulations. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the electromagnetic radiation uh, fucks with you. Uh, might not give you cancer, but fucks with you and certainly fuck with your brain, especially if you have nanotechnology implanted inside you, either through vaccination or pharmaceuticals. The Associated Press reports thousands sign up to experience magic mushrooms as Oregon's novel psilocybin experience experiment takes off. So there's a new resort offering you to trip out, which the only reason I'm reporting this is that natural substances shouldn't be illegal. And so people want to trip out on, nas- uh, on, on magic mushrooms, a psilocybin, which I recommend people do at least once in their lives. Uh, it'll get you out of the linear way of thinking, for sure. Washington Post also reports that January, January 6th, rider likens herself to Jesus. I did the right thing. Basically, I, I mean, this is just trying to get people's ire up. Um, the reality is, Jesus was a rebel and he did the right thing no matter the cost. And that's what she's saying. She's getting sentenced to prison or whatever, but she still did the right thing. And that's the way many people should feel. They should be people of principle and conviction and do the right thing regardless of, because if you're doing the right thing regardless of what the state has against you, it doesn't matter because you're doing the right thing. So, and, and that's, you know, through ancient, that's the way poor people looked at it. Better be a person of principle and have nothing than to be a scoundrel and have everything. What was the quote? Better to, better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven or whatever. Newsweek. Sound of Freedom star Jim uh, Caviezel compares Donald Trump to King David. Oh, no, and this other to get people's ire up also. Oh, it's blasphemy, it's heresy, but it's not. If you've ever read Psalms that was written by King David, um, and this is particularly what he's talking about, is if you feel like the world is against you and, and their forces, your enemies, the wicked are are aligned against you, you should read Psalms. Even if you're not into scripture or whatever, I try to get my brother, and he goes, the whole world's against me. Read Psalms. I can't even get people that are like my brother-in-law who is devout, he still won't read Psalms. And he's like, the world is against me. It's like, read Psalms. That's what um, he is comparing Trump to because the world, well, the wicked are aligned against Trump and he's comparing him to King David because if you read Psalms, you'll understand that. Is that the wicked have set pits in my way that they'll fall into, which they do. And this was on Steve uh, Bannon's War Room, the podcast. When you go back to David, Trump is like that. Here's a boy that was called out and many people didn't like him, including his own. Right, I'd just say would read Psalms, but people don't want to read any. Don't tell me to read something. You should. Washington Post, Kevin McCarthy dares hard right Republicans to oust him as speaker. And even Mediaite report, reports move the fucking motion. McCarthy reportedly defiant in heated closed door meeting as he faces down GOP mutiny. Right, because the Republican Party is holding on to the vestiges of corporatism. 
and, you know, serving their corporate masters, as you see in the Senate, and the Senate is next. The House has to be completely taken over by new Republicans, um, which are now the middle-class party, and full of constitutionalists, the people that are holding on to what America is, and basically what the right is, which is individuality, and the fact that your individualism is protected in the Constitution, and that's a hedge against democracy or mob rule. BBC News, UAW watches United Auto Workers strike. Workers walk out at U.S. motor industry giants. This is what you have to understand about corporate America. The same thing with what's going on in Hollywood is happening now with uh, auto workers. They're forcing you to strike so they can make the next step, with the, which is replacing you with robots. They're forcing you. And so what's going to happen is the shareholders are going to be on the side of the corporations that now move to robots. This was all pre-planned. They're forcing you at the negotiating table to strike, and then they're going to scab you with robots, and robots are outside the realm of negotiation anyway, so they're just going to scab you with robots, so there won't be actual other workers coming in, it'll just be technology. And there'll be some limited settlement to let some people back, but it'll be fewer employees that were than were previous. And it'll happen again and again till there were none. Mark my word, that's what these strikes are all about. You're striking against technology and you're living in a technocracy. Why don't you throw your your iPhone in the fucking drink? You're being you're being subsumed by technology as you cheerlead it. Don't be stupid. Put your phone in a drawer, pick up some printed material and read it. And write. We can't, I can't even get away from technology. A Georgia judge orders two trials for defendants in Trump election case. Two defendants will get speedy trials starting in October, but the others, including Donald Trump, will have more time to prepare. Um, they are going to, you know, Trump's lawyers are going to stall the case, and rightfully so, because otherwise it's election interference that you could charge election interference if they insist that these charges and these trials go forward during election season, that's election interference. There's no reason why it can't be done after the election. If it is just for the purpose of serving justice, which it really isn't because there, no, there are no real victims in this, they're victimless crimes. There's no reason to, uh, to do it before the election unless it's blatant, uh, election interference, which it is. Obviously, it's uh, political persecution, not legal prosecution. Associated Press is reporting Alex Jones spent over $93,000 in July. Sandy Hook families who sued him have yet to see a dime. Good, they don't deserve it. He didn't do anything. First of all, Sandy Hook was a sham. I'm not calling it fake, but it was never properly investigated like all these other shootings that happen with all these anomalies that happen and nobody, you know, stand downs and open doors and and and, and all this other shit. It's it's just 
You know, if it's properly investigated, I have no problem. But Alex Jones didn't do anything. He was raising questions that we all raised, that there was something strange about what was going on here. Nobody saw Adam Lanza for almost two years before this thing happened. He was probably dead. Nobody, you know, and the eyewitness accounts, just like the eyewitness accounts in, in Parkland, same thing. They saw large military men doing the shooting. They don't want to talk about that. Oh my God, you're crazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah, right. Planned Parenthood to resume offering abortions next week in Wisconsin, citing court ruling. Good for you, Wisconsin. I hope you kill lots of babies. I hope you're happy with yourself. Like Millay said in uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, video, the socialists are murderous, treacherous, murderous robbers, and they have blood on their hands. So enjoy your abortions. Killing the most innocent that don't have the ability to fight back. Oh, it's just a clump of cells. Yeah, bullshit. And I think we're ending up here from the independent former NBA stars dies at 42 after collapsing in yoga class. An ex-FBI player died aged 42 on Tuesday after collapsing at the end of a yoga class. The death of Brandon Hunter was confirmed by many who knew him over the course of his successful professional basketball career, which began when he was drafted in 2002 by the Boston Celtics. Uh, Yeah, no cause. He was healthy. He was in a yoga class. He was an athlete. Oh no, you're dead. You understand what's happening? Healthy people get the shot and die. Sick people get COVID, die. They're they're munching at humanity from both ends, at the population. And, and as I told many people, we, we're already in population control. We've already been for almost a decade in population control. And now they're gonna start eating away at um, at the population of the world. Manipulated by lies, silenced by taboos. I don't make money from China, you do. I don't make money from Ukraine, you do. All right, so for me, Rudus Revelation, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. Share the podcast. Uh, check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism. Not libertarianism like the Libertarian Party, the Cato Institute in the United States. Libertarian populism, which means populistic version of libertarianism, uh, liberty for individuals around the world. You know, everybody um, deserved of individual rights, uh, the kind of which they're outlined in the U.S. Constitution. So check me out on social media, Twitter, Twitter, X, Facebook, Getter Minds. We'll see you next week. I'm going to try to do that a video, because um, my video on Oprah Winfrey saying you don't need money uh, did pretty well on Facebook. Check out my, uh, excuse me, Facebook on my YouTube page. Uh, check out my YouTube channel for that. Uh, there was a piece on CBS Sunday Morning about Oprah Winfrey saying you don't need to be have money to be happy, uh, but she does. Um, but I wanted to get that uh, edit, edited Kamala Harris video from Face the Nation. We'll see if I get into it. Uh, I'm going to try to do it 
either tonight or tomorrow. We'll see. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation. We'll see you next week. Rudy's Revelation. You, you can't handle the truth. This is conspiracy. The New World Order. The, the New World Order. The New World Order.